0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another Summer Series governance update from VLGA Connect. First off, an apology on behalf of my colleague. Um, We tried to do a governance update last week, but when I arrived at the studio, all I could see was the beachfront there and a little dot. I think you were having a swim, were you, Steve? You weren't taking your governance duties seriously that day or something?
1: Yeah, I headed around the point to Oberon Bay, Chris, so I just wasn't quite... um Quite the spot where I could plug into the nearest
0: gum tree Quite seriously, we have a very relaxed approach to this during the uh, summer series We just decided we didn't have much to talk about But uh, we're back this week with lots to talk about Starting off with a very special guest uh, Joining us at uh, the end of each month uh, Again this year will be Hannah Duncan-Jones From uh, local government Victoria And I think I hear her footsteps approaching now and here's Hannah Duncan-Jones now. Hi, Hannah. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Chris. Great to be back here in um, 2021. Here we are in a whole new year
2: of adventure and excitement.
0: Indeed, that's a very upbeat way of looking at uh, what's what's to come. It's nice to hear. Um, we check in with you regularly. On the implementation of the local government act 2020 Uh, i think we've got to stop putting new in front of that now because we're (laughs) going up towards 12 months aren't we and there's a couple of important milestones just ahead of us
2: There certainly is some really important ones and the first one is the code of conduct for um, councillors and for the first time incorporating those mandatory standard of standards of conduct that code of conduct and um, councils need to have adopted that by the 24th of February so very very close to the requirement in relation to that and it's really important to um, understand that until that code of conduct is adopted that the previous code of conduct applies and so the the new measures in relation to um, the standards come into effect upon the adoption of the code of conduct by the new council. And that means arbitration would be undertaken in relation to those new standards from that time forward. But until it's adopted, the existing code of conduct applies. And so the existing um, measures in relation to behaviours and so on apply.
0: Good points, of course. Now, Steve uh, is doing some code of conduct training with various councils around the state on behalf of the VLGA. What sorts of uh, issues or questions are arising as they consider the, uh, the requirements, Steve?
1: Yeah, Chris, thanks for that. And I think Hannah's touched on a really important point. And uh, as you said, we're doing some work with justicial lawyers, uh, with a few councils on code of conduct. One of the areas we're really focusing on is what's the point from which um, internal or informal resolution moves to that more formal arbitration process and getting discussion happening amongst the councils and commitment to resolve internally, because we know that once you move to that arbitration and more formal process it's going to be pretty difficult to restore relationships so really seeing any code of conduct as a work in progress i suppose chris and hannah
0: so um, that's the 24th of february correct me if i'm wrong that they are due and we've also got the community engagement policy requirements by the first of march hannah
2: that's right absolutely so um, certainly seeing that there's lots of activity across the sector in relation to engagement and on the community engagement Um, policy um, and seeing news snippets um, in relation to that and um, around um, a whole range of councils and what they're doing and that's great to see so it's um, certainly a conversation that's active across the state um, which is essentially the intention of this is to to make it a policy that um, drives though the community um, in terms of their engagement with council and council's promises around that engagement and particularly deliberative engagement are really really clear so community know how they can engage with council and council um, can be very clear about the processes they take whether it's in relation to the vision or something that's not um, quite so major um, the promise is made the promise is kept um, and once those policies are adopted that um it'll be really good to see a whole range of different kinds of engagement occurring across the state and share those learnings through um, our implementation process
0: Hannah both of these documents the code and the community engagement policy are really important ones for councillors to be engaged in to have buy-in and we know they they haven't been in office this time around for very long a big induction program as as Steve's been involved in um, Uh, rolling out with various councils what sort of a a sense are you getting of council's preparedness to adopt these important documents so soon in their term
2: Um, so look we're certainly following up um, around councils making phone calls and so on it's a little early to see what's um what's in the agenda um in relation to these matters as yet um but it certainly seems that there is good engagement when you look on the socials when you make those phone calls that um, people are making good progress um, and that, you know, they're looking at it in relation to their community, what can be delivered in their community um, and um, making a commitment to it. So we're really, you know, quite pleased with the progress that's being made.
0: Steve, I know you talk to a lot of governance people. Are you getting the sense that they're uh, that, that this, th- these tasks are well in hand? It's
1: the old story, Chris. I think that well in hand from a compliance point, yes. I think there's also a general awareness, though, that um, we're all on trainer wheels um, in terms of the move to a principles-based act, and so in a sense compliance shouldn't be difficult. But this um, roles and responsibilities that move for uh, officers and councillors to um, engagement away from doing it for, sorry, doing it with rather than for the community. Um, That's an ongoing story, I think, and I'd imagine Hannah's hearing
0: um, similar themes. Steve, you've picked up on some conversations around the new register of interest requirements. And I know, Hannah, this is a question without notice, so I don't particularly uh, expect you to have to weigh in on this. But what are you hearing, Steve, about, I guess, some of the definitions in the form that are new to people?
1: The one um, in terms of the definitions that there might be some queries around is, uh, Chris, what constitutes an unincorporated association so if you go through the regulations and if someone's a board member of an incorporated association or involved with a trust or been employed or a contractor that's pretty clear Um, but this notion of an unincorporated association so um, an informal group of people um, that might be an action group do they have a bank bank account uh, do they have a constitution? Uh, what's the point at which declaration is actually required? And what actually uh, comprises an, info, an, an incorporated association is, um, yeah, exercising a few minds. And one of the real risks, I suppose, is if the question's not asked and um, someone by omission uh, missing that out because it's a pretty. Um, straightforward requirement that if uh, if someone is in that leadership or an office bearer of an unincorporated association that it should be declared.
0: Just remind me on the timelines of that um, are they not yet due or very close to being due?
1: It was six monthly so without going into detail there was the initial return immediately post um, the election and then uh, a six monthly return after that. Yes. Um, again being mindful of that old trap um that has carried over from the 89 act that it's about the interests during the declaration period not just as at that date um, is important too.
0: Are you uh, hearing much about that, Hannah? Getting any inquiries uh, in your office about registers? Not not
2: at this stage, um, but certainly when the information was first released, there were and there was a bit of traffic, um, but but not a lot since, is my understanding.
0: Hannah, you've um, been dealing with some queries about uh, the implementation of Section 102, I think it is, of the Act in relation to financial policies.
2: Absolutely. So, you know, it's, um, as people read and get deeper into the Act, they find more things. Um, and Section one or two talks about Council adopting, uh, preparing and adopting financial policies that give effect to the financial management um, principles. And it's been a, a bit of a question about whether that's something that would be regulated, and it's certainly not our intention to regulate in the spirit of a principles-based Act in relation to this matter. But some of the things that councils might want to have a policy position around around treasury management borrowings and investment revenue and debt collection procurement and delegations reserve management budget management performance reporting corporate card management pricing policy those sorts of things and um, just being having a look um, in relation to all of the work they're putting together for their budget their revenue and rating plan those sorts of things procurement as it comes up what is going to Fallout that they might want to provide some guidance around how they're going to do those things so that they've got a, a really good. Know, standard operating procedure and policy supported by policy for their council
0: so they won't be regulated as such there won't be regulations to uh, to, to sit ab- above that but will they be subject to community engagement um uh, practices or is that dependent on the policy that they're about to adopt
2: look it will be absolutely dependent on the policy that they're about to adopt um uh, much of this will sit quite um, in the, the the procedural level, in terms of policy to preserve, guide procedure, um, rather than at the operational level, rather than necessarily at that community level.
0: Great, thanks Hannah. What else is on your radar before we let you go in terms of uh, implementing the uh, 2020 Act?
2: Um, So, look, we're um, certainly doing a bit of work around um, our approach this year. We know it's a big year. Um, We really want to get people's feedback about anything that we can do to enhance or improve our approach in the year ahead. Um, We want to have a real focus on continuous improvement and and how we can um, come back and help people improve processes that they've already put in place or policies that they've already put in place. Um, So we'll be having a conversation about that. Um, with the project control board um, next week Um, and um, our first LGV connects is going to be on the 18th of February so we'll be sending out registration details for that and we look forward to um, seeing a great audience there again um, to start off the new year.
0: Thank you, Hannah. It's always a pleasure to have you on the governance update. And uh, if you're happy to, we'll continue to uh, see you back here uh, each month.
2: Absolutely. Thank you very much. Great to
0: see you. Steve, always great to hear from Hannah and looking forward to uh, seeing her again in a few weeks time. Now, before we go, uh, it's going to be a busy time for the VLGA in uh, the next few weeks. Your AGM is fast approaching. Chris, we've
1: posted uh, directly to members, member councils and on our website, the fact that the AGM will be held on the 25th of February at 4.30. And in fact, by way of quirky things, it's the 24th of 25th of February, sorry, 2021, but it's the 2020 AGM because... Uh, Consumer Affairs Victoria have given um, associations an additional six months to conduct their AGM uh, because of the COVID issues. So like many others, we took the advantage of the opportunity just to uh, make sure that we had the, uh, the administration in place.
0: Indeed. And uh, if you refer to the uh, the latest edition of the newsroom, we talk in a bit more detail about some of the things that are coming up on that agenda for the AGM. A couple of points to make on the uh, AGM, Chris. And uh, one is the fact... Purely from self
1: interest, we need to get a quorum uh, so that we don't have to do it again. But the second thing is for any uh, council out of member council, please come along because if uh, the CEO's report and the president's report will give a great overview of the work that the VLGA is doing. And in particular, at in this last 12 months, which has been an interesting year to say the least, uh, we've been pretty active and it will give member councils the opportunity to leverage as much as possible off their membership by knowing as as possible what's going on so good reason to come along
0: and it is uh, it is virtual so come along virtually
1: correct absolutely yeah, yeah indeed. when you register we you get a zoom link
0: and steve uh, i know you're working really hard on the program for the fast track leadership day which is coming up in early march and i very pleased to hear that you've got the local government minister sean lean lined up to open that and i think participate in some discussion with the audience that's true, the Ministers
1: agreed to do that, Chris, and we're very excited about that. Friday, the 5th of March, Chris, all day, are uh, really happy uh, with the panel for Fast Track. Um, it's traditionally been the Mayor Fast Track. It's Mayor and Councillor Fast Track, but absolutely with a focus on leadership. So we'll be starting the day talking about leadership, the role of the Mayor in leadership, right through from the strategic end to the leading the councillor group. Uh, We'll talk about code of conduct strangely enough and uh, going beyond the compliance element and how useful the code of conduct, how the code of conduct can be used usefully to build great relationships inside the organisation. And then the final panel uh, will be the next 290 days. So it's not just enough to have those internal processes but what are we going to do with them uh, in the context of community engagement, um, development of all the uh, strategic work that the councils are doing and moving really beyond uh, this implementation phase of the act in the community interest Um, and we'll be finishing the day uh, really excited about this with uh, a performance by Playback Theatre so whatever people have uh, participants have gleaned from the day we can throw back at Playback Theatre and see in a new and different way to uh, hopefully uh, entertain and inform
0: Aha there's another piece of the puzzle Catherine was was a bit Coy on on uh, Newsroom, you've given us a little bit more and I dare say over the next few weeks, we'll tease out a bit more detail on what you have in store. I hope I haven't released anything highly top secret. confidential chris um steve before before you go uh i just want to give a plug to an interview that i've recorded for vlga connect summer series with andrew greaves the auditor general in victoria and kristen hilton the commissioner for equal opportunity and human rights um it's it's about the sexual harassment survey that was conducted for local government last year but the conversation covers some broad areas, including governance responsibilities of councillors in uh, particular. I think you'll find it interesting. I hope the uh, the viewership will as well.
1: Chris, I'll be diving into that because I think addressing the issues in that report goes a long way to managing culture in organisations and that is the biggest game in town. So, um, yeah, looking really looking forward to it.
0: Now, when can we expect to see you back attired appropriately for uh, the very... Um, serious audience that we have out there in local government land well Stephen.
1: Chris I made a strategic decision that I wasn't going to conform with corporate norms during the summer series and hence you get the Hawaiian shirt um I think next week we'll be suited up
0: excellent all right we'll we'll <laughs> might hold you to that thank you Stephen good to chat as always uh, have a great week and we'll see you on another governance update very soon